Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh, I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Black Amora, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. Bro. AKA the modern day Goof Haraja. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye bye. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Oh, yeah, the girl. She is mine. And ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <coughs> Damn. She's fine. <laughs> what is up? To pro- uh, no, did you edit the shock the system? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I chopped it. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're taking it up a notch. Oh, yeah. Normally, I can only get the shock out. Yeah. Shock the system. Wow. We are definitely the only podcast who has edited the opening to the Undisputed Eras <laughs> theme to make shock and the have less of a gap. Find the gap. Beautiful British accent. Anyway, what is up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, hot, muy caliente wrestling reactions. Uh, Newman, what did you just say? I didn't say anything. Shut your hole! I got you. Shut. I really did not get you there at all. For the record, it might sound on audio form like I got you. That gag did not work. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> anyway, in studio, <laughs> as always, the nasty one. Hey, about it. Nasty Newman, what is up? Not much, man. Hey, and uh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. And uh, in studio, returning guest, uh, a gold, let's call him a gold star guest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ret- a diamond club member. A diamond club member, at least a 10-timer at least. In studio, Skyler Pitch. Mr. Perfect, Aston. I have been here for two years. <laughs> I have been here for twelve years. You can tell this guy's a singer. Yeah, <laughs> but the way he screams, he puts the fire. He puts the, there's a little heat there. But really? he's not blowing the shit out. It's yeah. all just pushed out through the t- through the fram. You can tell. Oh yeah, this is a guy who has control of his fram. He's yeah. wearing a grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> Skyler has just a. <laughs> Skyler Fram yeah, control like, Aston. Like, 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 like a commentator would say about you like in the ring. Just yeah. like, no other superstar has the Fram control of Skyler Pitchmaster Perfect Listen, Aston. You know, Mr. Pitch Perfect Aston has complete control of his diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> the Wait. diaphragm of Skyler Aston. Do that as a talk up, dude. Okay. <laughs> right, you ready? Mm-hmm. That's right. You'll never see another diaphragm on this coast, east coast, west coast. But more importantly, you'll never see this diaphragm anywhere else in the world. That's right, folks. Coming up at 9 a.m., Skylar Aston. 
pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, great. pretty good. There's an extra little second there that I didn't expect. I yeah. thought that was a perfectly timed cash in. Coming at you, everybody. Hey, welcome. It's Monday morning here on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. It's sunny outside, but dark at night. That's what I've been told. Hey, if anyone's seen my wife, tell her to call 316 589 6006. Summit Line. Wow. Wow. That song, wow. that song is the perfect song yeah, for that. You. For, yeah. <laughs> That, I mean, that sounds like I'm listening to Y100 in like 1999. Yeah, uh, they're, playing, they're playing a fucking uh, uh, was it? Uh, what's the name of that? that Smash band? Mouth. Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take Somebody. one? Somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. take one? All right, hey, heartbreak kid. All right, ready? All right. Oh yeah, that is the best one. Ready? Okay. All right, coming up, we got traffic, and we got more traffic. There's cars on the road, folks. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> There's cars on the floor, on the road, look out. Oh, what a ridiculous job. All right. Everybody, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling. I think we should start the podcast now. What do you think? Yeah. This is a pro wrestling podcast, regardless of what you might think, or your mother-in-law thinks. Daniel! Okay. Oh, yeah, one of our classic gags here in the morning. Uh, it's the afternoon. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we get into a couple of quick announcements, you can get our cow t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. On there, you get your adult wrestling fan t-shirt, cow title t-shirt, all tons of all official cow merch. Support the show. All right. Also, this podcast is grassroots. If you want more of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You can listen to our bonus episodes, get access to other rewards. You can listen to our Cole Cabana bonus episode, our Nicole Byer bonus episode, or our episode bonus episode coming out today, our Cal Summit episodes where we're ranking pro wrestlers uh, of all time taking your voicemails on the summit line which is 316-789-6006 okay that google that the summit line is always open leave us a voicemail anytime and you check the cow google doc uh, uh see our rankings and you can correct it who's underrated who's overrated all right hey check that episode out now also big announcement cow mania i've been talking about it for a while wrestlemania weekend new york city cow mania has a date and a home. All right. Oh, wow. All right. This show is going to have tons of special guests. It's going to be an awesome, great, great time. It's going to be fucking hilarious. The best show going on that weekend besides WrestleMania or NXT TakeOver. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it might be on par with ROH. Absolutely. It might be as good as <laughs> yeah. ROH. And as a matter of fact, what it will at least be a great pre-show to ROH because it, this show is April 6th, Saturday. The Saturday WrestleMania weekend. 4 p.m., literally six blocks from Madison Square Garden. Beautiful. We'll be at a venue called Improv Asylum. Now, for the people who know what Improv Asylum is, that is the old UCB Chelsea place, my home ground where yeah. I learned to do oh, improv, I've been there. where I started performing, where I performed every single Saturday night at Death by Ruru, every Sunday night with Cat in New York City, a place that is near and dear to my heart and an amazing place to I perform. Can, I can vouch for all of that. Before yeah. Dan and I knew each other, I was there in the audience, watching him with Death by Ruru, watching him in DCM, that is his home turf. Absolutely, and so, look, that is that is my home turf, and uh, 
It was home important. turf, home stadium. That is my home stadium. Yeah. That's my home everything. That's yeah. my home. Yeah. I consider that my, my home. And, um, well, I'll have a ticket link for you guys soon. Just got to figure out the logistics on that, but should be up in the next week or so. Uh, but uh, tickets are not going to be expensive. going to have great guests. It's going to be an awesome time. So block that off. 4 p.m. right before ROH. There, well, we stay sell. We have sell beer. You could be drinking there. Uh, they got a ball. Actually, they have Shit. full liquor license now. Now I want to come. Yeah. You got to come, <laughs> well, dude. Yeah, I yeah. think I'll be there most likely. Skyler might be there. Newman uh, might be there. You guys, you guys, you guys are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna gonna there. Be there. Well, most likely, happen. most likely, I will be there. Right. Barring uh, any any gigs that might take me out of town that specific weekend. Uh, Newman, we're going to get you there. It's going to be right. everyone's going to be there. It's going to be a fucking great time. Yeah. But here's the thing: I don't know about this. Is that why this has been delayed? I was trying to get this out in January. Is uh, the venue was very important to me on where to do it, uh, and I wanted to make this happen. People don't know the UCB space is taken over by another improv theater and used to be moved to a bigger uh, venue in, in Hell's Kitchen. But I wanted that space. I wanted that hallowed ground, especially because I am going to earn back the cow title at Calmania. Now, for people uh, uh, who didn't listen to the podcast last week. First off, press pause. Go back and listen. <laughs> Everything here is... This is must listen. Everything is must listen. No, but I challenged Adam Letterman, who stole the cow title. I made him the first ever cow championship. I gave him the title, gave him what he wanted, and what I asked for was a match at Cow Mania for the title, April 6th at Improv Asylum. And he's not answered the call. I have not heard from him. And it's funny. It's fucking funny because he was posting on the Facebook page, Comedians Wrestling Facebook page, talking about wrestling at... Four in the morning. Four in the morning. Absolutely. Right. Blessed, Blessed be, be the, the fruit. fruit. And, and he was posting like, where's Dan? He's your champion. He's partying at the Royal Rumble. And then when I officially challenged him, it, and, and by playing by the rules, a guy, a snake like that, I said, hey, let's have an official match with a referee, uh, 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 fully sanctioned by, by the Cal Podcast. And he, we haven't heard from him. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the only he, person, yeah. What was when, when you shine light on cockro cockroaches, they scatter. Right. So anyway, uh, the dude, he, you know, we know he listens. We know he's a crazed fan. Mm -hmm. He is a patron of the podcast. He even leads the bonus content. The guy's a fucking snake. So look, if I gotta coax him to get him to answer this call, hopefully he'll do it on his own. The only person I have heard from is my dad, oh, really? who is upset. Yeah. My dad is like... Rightfully so. Yeah, he's like, Dan, I don't need you. I saw what happened last time. You confronted Adam Letterman. I'd take you to the hospital. I saw what happened to Newman. And uh, I heard from my dad. He was like, you know, you know, he doesn't want me to do it. He's mm. like, don't, you don't need to fight. I'll buy, he offered to buy me new titles. Dad, it's, not about, it's not about the title. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about that. It's some things are bigger. Some things are worth sacrificing for. So I just want to say to my dad, like, you know... It, it's gonna be. It's gonna be all right. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. Also, yeah. Sometimes I'm a man now, and uh, you you can't always protect your kids, even though I know you want to. Yeah. So and anyway, if you need a special guest referee, I, I'll volunteer. Well, hey, that's quite an offer. Mm -hmm. That's quite an I'll offer. I got my Heath Slater on. I was hoping to maybe have you <laughs> sing the national anthem to kick off. Uh, <laughs> I'm available off for Cal all Mania. booking requests. <laughs> maybe America the Beautiful, which I think is an well, underrated. It's yeah. underrated. Just go through my manager <laughs> at myemail.com because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with this kind of <laughs> yeah. shit. No, it's because you don't have a manager. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. You paint. I'm sure you got a manager. You got five managers. Take 20%. All right, listen, here's the deal. 
Uh, all right, let's get into this podcast. Let's get it going. Last thing I'll plug is my stand-up special. If you haven't seen it already, adultwrestlingfan.com. If you're a new listener, I got a stand-up special for free featuring Dolph Ziggler, where I just do half hour of all stand-up, uh, stand, uh, all pro wrestling material, stand-up material. <laughs> <laughs> Man, anything we talk about my dad or the Letterman situation, yeah, I, I'm yeah. all. Yeah, you get very flustered yeah. for the time being. Well, let's bring you back. Well, man. let's get it back into it because there's a lot to talk about. Okay. All right, let's get into pro wrestling. First thing I want to do is first thing I want to do is talk uh, 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 a quick thing about merch corner. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I picked up I picked up a quick piece of merch I want you guys to check out. Okay, okay. so I. Some you know you know sometimes I'm bored I'm like yo I, or, it's not bo- not about bored you guys ever get like lightning hits you where you're like yo I need a shirt of this guy yeah like out of nowhere a lot of times it's a wrestler in the past where I'm like I can't believe I never bought this guy's merch right. or something hits me where I think about a shirt and I'm like I wish I bought that when I was younger but when I was at live events when I was a kid I couldn't afford the shirts no. you know what I'm saying it'd be like if or it'd be like if my dad wanted to buy it for me which normally he was like you know what I paid to go to this fucking thing <laughs> right, 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 right. you know what I mean <laughs> uh, 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 so I like ordered. I, I impulsively on eBay sitting back. I was backstage at a. I was backstage at a stand-up show, and I'm perusing eBay, and I'm like, you know what? I saw a picture of Edge. Okay, uh-huh. I saw a picture of a primo <clears throat> rated R superstar Edge, and I was like, I don't have a rated R superstar shirt. And I saw a picture of Edge standing over Mick Foley during those like ECW matches, right. and, I, and he was wearing a shirt, it's a black shirt with a with an R on it, you know. Mm. It said rated R super. And I was like, and the back says like, no, uh, uh, make it tame, like foul language, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all that. And I was like, I want to get that shirt. Found it on eBay in large for like. Eight bucks or something. Wow. Ordered okay. it instantly. Here's the thing. Shirt came. <laughs> I'm wearing it right You're now. Right. Let me take off this oh. thing for a sec. All right. Dan is full on stripping in studio. What? I'm just letting the listeners know what's happening. Oh, yeah. oh it's great. No, no, no. Here's something you don't know about this shirt. Are you noticing it yet? There's the actual rhinestones on it. <laughs> it's bedazzled. Oh. <laughs> look at oh the shirt. Oh, my God. Look at, look at it. You guys want to touch? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, is... I can see it from here. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh my god! How would you describe the shirt, Newman? Uh, cheap. <laughs> no, not cheap, bro. <laughs> but uh, oh, you want me to describe what it looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a uh, an R, like the letter R in uh, Roman numerals, uh, or in uh, <laughs> it's just uh, a capital R, capital in, R in English, in English, <laughs> English numerals. It says. Rated and uh, superstar in like a gothic print, right? Uh, with a star behind it, right? But then explain the, the what's and going on. The R is surrounded by what looks like barbed wire. Uh, yeah, I know, no, no, that's what I was thinking. Actually, yeah. I was like, it does it's randomly metal studs. fastened by metal studs, <laughs> real metal studs, yeah, yeah. and the points of the star all have. Uh, little Jeweled rhinestones. Ones. Yeah, like rhinestones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had no idea when I ordered it and it had it. When I opened it up, I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, I got to give it away. And then I put it in the wash. And when it came out, I go, yo, I love this. <laughs> this is exactly what being a hashtag adult wrestling fan is yeah. all about. Like, full off. This is full bore edge shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what Edge was rocking. And you're like, to wear this, you got to be a lunatic. Yeah, I mean, you're going to set off. <laughs> Uh, it's hurting uh, my nipples. I yeah. mean, oh yeah, it looks like it might. Yeah, I see <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. can't go through an airport wearing that. No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> Are they like screws? <laughs> they're like they're like you know like in a script or like, like little... bracks and what are those things called? Brack, you know when you like put a script together. Oh, it says those little <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. they're like just just. 
really just knives. There's just like nipple bare, knives. There's just like like bare metal barbs on the other side of the shirt. Would you ever rock this shirt? Not in a million years. Okay, even to come in and just record the pod. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. as a joke, I would. But yeah. I, I'm gonna wear this at some time. I'm gonna wear this to a show yeah. at some point. I just it's so bothers, ridiculous. What bothers me about it is yeah. that the R in the middle is a different font than everything else. I mean, it's an infuriating garment. Yeah. If, you, if you really, if you want to like look at it from a from a lens that's yeah. not a jabroniac, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's insane. But it was like, yo, I gotta put my fucking money where my mouth is and yeah. rock this thing. Uh, anyway, it fits okay. And by the way, that's one thing I'll say about the Crunch Tech, Crunch Tech shirts. Which, uh, by the way, the, the term Crunch Tech is really picking up. Yeah. I get messages from you guys. I get like messages all the time, being like, "Hey, um, would you consider this Crunch Tech? Like pictures and stuff." It's like, uh, uh. uh but yeah, uh, the crunch check, one thing is it w over time becomes a nice, becomes kind of nice. Yeah, you So maybe, it it's a a, maybe that's kind of the game plan. Anyway, let's get into a real, now that I'm just wearing this, let's, uh, shut your hole! Shut my hole, and let's get into real professional wrestling, guys. What the people need, what the people want. Ugh. Okay, okay. So look, I think the first thing I want to talk about this week is I want to talk about Kenny Omega going to AEW. Yeah. Fully confirmed. We had AEW press conference live on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Twitch, probably. Live on YouTube and Twitch coming at you. But it is cool. I do think it's cool that it went live. But anyway, so um, look, I'm so glad. <laughs> I don't know where you guys stand on this, but I'm glad mm -hmm. that this is... Uh, 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 I'm glad this is over. I'm glad that I've got to buy this fucking watch, by the way. This Why do you watch, wear it? Oh, dude, what I thought I turned fuck, it off. Dude. Hold on. How do I do it? I, this watch, it's give me text, and then I naturally look at it. All right, I put it on airplane mode. I would argue there's nothing natural about that watch. No, there's no. This I watch that my, my mom bought me. It was a very thoughtful gift, but really not great for a guy with a short attention span. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this watch, I'm putting it in the Your next stop. The Jabrones. <laughs> okay, so anyway. <laughs> so, look, I'm glad this is done. Yeah. Let's just, now we know where Kenny Omega is going. He's going to AW, which we very much expected here on the podcast. Um, and I feel like, I feel like I've been, I don't want to say holding back, but I feel like I've been optimistic about things, and I've been, like, trying to not be, negative about it and trying to not be too much of a WWE mark. Right. But I got to just be like honest here. Like I, first thing I want to say is I'm extremely excited about AEW. Mm -hmm. okay. I think I think that a competition like this makes wrestling better. We've seen it in the past. It makes wrestling better. Uh, just more more wrestling to me is the more the merrier. Uh, I don't think that and, and, and that's it. I'm excited to see where they go. They got tons of great talent. If you think about that press conference, we saw Neville cut a promo. I thought it was the best promo I've seen out of him. So we already see one performer who's doing what they do better in another company. Yeah. Why, why do you think he was good? It was taped. No, because he lives in kayfabe, that guy. Oh, right. And I think that the rest of the press conference could have actually benefited from more of that kind of stuff. Mm. Absolutely. It would so, have given a lot of WCW feels. I want you to go No, on no, I didn't, mean, I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was saying that's what I'm getting. So I'm saying, if we get kind of negative on stuff here, this does not mean that we're not excited for AEW. That's just the one thing I want to clarify. Critiquing. It's I new. Wanna, I, but I think there are a couple things they, they did in that press conference, conference that really worry me and are kind of 
bad. They're just bad. And I think that it's important for us to po- to hold AEW to the same standard that we hold WWE, and that's because we want them to be on the same level. I would like two thriving, awesome companies, okay? Sure. Um, uh, 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 especially, I would like... Wrestle, yeah, right? Because I want to see good fits for all these wrestlers. Now, yeah, what I'm saying is that, but this press conference, you're bringing up the first thing, which I thought was a problem, and you could hit it, take it away, which is that I think this whole thing should be kayfabe. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, is that some people are kayfabe and some are not. It creates confusion, mm-hmm. and it also only mm-hmm. hurts the characters who are committing to kayfabe. Because they look like weird people. Right. <laughs> Why are you doing your thing? You have Chief Brandy office, Officer coming out in zero gimmick. You know what I mean? Uh, um, Chief Brandy Officer. Yeah, that's what they call that's her. That's great. Well, they call her the... Ch- yeah. That, I don't mind. No, no, no. I don't that's mind fine, that because her fine. name's Brandy. And she's the Chief Brand Officer. It's the Chief Brandy. That's kayfabe. Yeah, that that's is like, kayfabe. She has an actual position there, and it's like... Right? It's a kayfabe. I like that. Well, it almost seems like the baby faces were not in kayfabe and the heels were. Mm. So it's like people come out and they're like, hey, what's going on? My name's Ken. Or like, hey, <laughs> right. what's going on? I'm just the young bucks t- talking about great things. And then heels come out foot in full character. What what flavor? Uh, lime. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I also think it's just important to hold them accountable as it's a developing thing. And I think from where they've even come from their first Jacksonville press conference to now, I think had a little bit better production value. And I, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. I, I think it's getting better every time, and I think it's important for us to just take notice of the good and the bad you know, I, yeah, each I, time. I totally agree. Like, a, a, a Vegas pool party looked pretty fucking cool. Right. Like, I thought the production value is... There's clear, look, they clearly got the money. The money is not a problem. Nothing felt like low budge. Nothing mm. felt like shitty to me. The only thing that felt... The only thing that felt off was performance. It was like, right. clearly... Clearly, we're not putting enough. Uh, no, I can hear you eating already. It's off. I mean, it's okay. All right, it's ridiculous, bro. Anyway, uh, Noche. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, it didn't work out. No, <laughs> but I think that, I, was, I was fucking with you. But like, I'm saying that, like, all right, watching this press conference, right? Uh-huh. It's weird when, like, there's that one, I don't know her name, but there's one uh, female wrestler they signed, and she's come out there literally just being like, I'm so excited to be here, and I'm like, what am I, like, what am I watching? And then the next wrestler comes out, like, all tough and angry, and you're like, w- w- you know, you're like, get, right. get me in the zone. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to be in the zone. Uh, you could feel towards the end of the press conference, uh, when Jericho comes out and Omega's out there, you're like, yes, this is what this should be the whole time. It was like when they were facing off, I was like, oh, I'm into this. But right. I think they'll figure it out. But it is a thing where it's like more, more kayfabe. It was a little bit like these. everything needs to be way tighter. And it shows you the value of WWE production, right? Like WWE shows are like pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. Like when they mess up even a little bit, there's a second of downtime. Right, you know, you notice a second on television. Right, it's 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 weird. This had like a lot of uh, 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 a lot of downtime, and I hope. What I'm saying is, my worry is that we're getting into. I worry that there's going to be a little too much cool guy behavior. Mm-hmm. What I, you know, it's a little too like, hey, we got this. We go out there, they love us, and if I need to wait the, you know, 3 seconds in between saying someone's name and their music hitting, no problem cuz these smarks will they're, they're excited right. to be here. Or they, there was a lot of filler. There was a, there was a lot of like you guys are pumped for that, right? 
You yeah. guys, double please. or nothing? You guys are all coming? Please come. It's like, we don't, I, everything should be like, double or nothing, May 25th. Like, it should be, that's yeah. how, it should be professional in that way. They clearly have the money behind it. This is just uh, organization and also respecting the talent of announced teams and all supporting the right. supporting talent, right. you know? So I hope that they get there. I'm not really, like, shitting on what they're doing. I just think that it's out there. Now, for example... Kenny Omega debuted, all right? Um, uh, 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 and before we get to Kenny Omega, they're like the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers, right? That was cool that they beat the shit out of each other up there, right? Yeah. But it did feel like slightly awkward, I thought. Like it was, it was one of the best moments, but it was like, oh, now they're going to fight each other? Mm. I haven't been... I'm not in the universe of wrestling. Like wrestling is such a universe that you have to sell me on... That what, what I'm watching is kayfabe. And there's, you know, so I hope that they can understand that this stuff needs to be tighter. Well, we have no idea. I don't even think they fully know. I mean, I'm sure they're in, in, right. they're they're working on a TV deal right now, and that's that's imperative to their success. Right. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think we know what their weekly or bi-weekly or even monthly television programs look like where they tether their pay-per-views together. We, we don't know how they tell the stories. Maybe it will be different from WWE, but it's got to be tight, and it's got to be compelling and uh i mean i there's no doubt in my mind that i will definitely be at least be watching the first six months to a year just to see Absolutely. how it develops but yeah. I, I hope they're not just going to be relying on the fact that we're over so we can just kind of get up here and shoot the shit they it should be scripted it should be tight and i felt like that press conference worried me there's a lot of people watching this and this was Kenny Omega's debut, and I felt like it should have been stronger. His debut, let's talk about his actual debut. I thought his debut was sloppy. Uh -huh. I mean, let's. I have to be honest about it. It was like, I was relieved that he's now here, but honestly, when he walked out, the moment they flashed a... Um, Super Smash Brothers logo of him pointing the finger, and then the announcers kind of like walked off to the side for a second, and I was like, "Is this gonna happen?" Oh, I guess. Oh, Kenny Omega's here, and you know, it was a weird week because it was like I watched Eric Bugenhagen forty-five times. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't rewatch Kenny Omega like debut, and I I think that's weird. Yeah. Like, I think that, that should, there should have been more careful about the hottest prospect in professional wrestling coming out. Like, it should have been a, a Googleable moment. Yeah, it you should know have what gone, I'm it, it should have been able to even go viral oh, outside yeah, of the know, WWE, yeah. excuse me, outside of the wrestling universe. Right. It would have been crazy if it was like, oh yeah, I saw somewhere on CNN there was like this crazy, something with wrestling. I know you love that. Like, what was this? This guy came out through a pool or something? Right. You know, something insane like that right. because w how many times over the past, you know, few months have we been fantasy booking him in the Rumble? Right. And how, and what he's going to look like, and will he be in full gear and all that stuff? And right. this was just like, yeah, even the way they announced it, like the sound in the audience was off, so you didn't even hear the proper pop that he got for showing up. And yeah. it's almost like the people in the audience knew he was there anyway, like as if they just saw him behind the curtain anyway. So it didn't feel like that huge ratcheting back of this tension and then this catapult of this huge announcement. Right. And, and, and they, they had everything in line to do that. Um, they just didn't do it in like a real clever uh, uh, trans, you know. Right. Uh, 
well, transphobic way is what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they should it should have been way more trans less trans friendly in my opinion. But no, but I'm saying Well like, it's funny you bring that up because they signed uh Nyla Rose, who is a trans uh gender wait, woman. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I saw such some some sp on other groups. Yeah, it unleashed a. I could uh, not believe the mm -hmm. stuff I saw. Oh, these it, are just it like burnt. It burnt into my eyes. Like, here's what ninety nine percent of people do. <laughs> yeah, they project their own insecurities onto people other than them, so that they can attack them instead of dealing with their insecurities in themselves. Right. It's that's all they do. They're, they're, they operate from a place of fear 24-7, and they have a tornado of fire in their brain. I need the Tibetan gong back, by the way, Anosh. I need that. I need that. I need that sound drop back in here. Like, I got to give uh, Newman the, the Robin treatment, you know, the, for that drop. <laughs> when Robin it's just so much gets easier. Pretentious, it's just so much. It's just so much easier to, dis, to disperse your insecurities onto other people yeah. than it is to deal with I it. I mean, the hatred. This is just vile hatred in these groups. And then I always go, I'm leaving this group, and I always go, I'm going to comment. And then I go, but then that's me removing myself from right it's putting myself in a bubble uh -huh. and that's me where i start saying like oh that people don't do that right and i start removing myself from the place where you read about the guy from empire that I, you know where there's like actual hate crimes happening to people and right. i live in a bubble where i'm like oh everything's great right. so then yeah. i stay in these groups just to see it to remind me that these things are real but then i'm like <laughs> is that good? No. I don't know what the weird times. You know about it exists. Wrestling. You don't need this social media to tell you it exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. But then when you click on these people's profiles and then they're sitting, on, they got like they're on it, like they got three kids on their lap and everybody's all smiley, and you're like, what the fuck? You're like this. This is a family man. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It blows my mind. Some Who's, Bible verse in their Twitter uh, bio or something, yeah. and you're like, but look at what you say to people. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you, this they spew hate, which is mm -hmm. oh man. Anyway, it's it's actually depressing. But Kenny Omega debuts, and he debuted. He looked like a million bucks. Uh, uh, look, look, a million young bucks. I a million <laughs> young bucks. I love Kenny Omega. Look, no I, one loves him more than me. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nobody loves Kenny Omega, but no one has more respect for Kenny Omega than I do. Um. I love Kenny Omega. He looked great. He, his suit looked incredible. You know, you could see that this guy is such a great talent. When he gets on the microphone, there's something about his voice that I think is fantastic. He's really smooth. Yeah. He has a very clear game, if we want to put it that way. The change the world gimmick is very good. Yeah. And he has a clear vision for it. He has a real handle on his gimmick. Uh, and then, but then. They what, let him down. He walks out. Yeah. It's not that exciting. And then he's going to say like. What's he say? Uh, I'm sorry. Like good night and goodbye. Goodbye and good night. Goodbye and good night. And good he's night. grabbing the wrong okay. microphone, well, and you're like, "Come on! Like this is too loose oh, for yeah, me." Oh yeah, dude, that was crazy. They did a "You fucked up" chant. They did a "You fucked up" chant to Kenny Omega on his to debut. Kenny Omega literally as he was closing out the biggest press conference. Well, that's again though. That's like these people are mindless. I mean, Mindless. he did have a very obvious botch. I mean, if he had a That's fine, though. Had, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, not sure. fine, but like... Fine, but can I say this? Yeah. Can, compare the Kenny Omega press conference to the Jericho press conference. Now, when Jericho came out, 
It changed. He's he's playing his own song. He's got the Judas song. He's got a great costume on. He puts his arms out like Jericho. There's uh, fireworks up in the background. Like that's a, that is the power of a WWE like talent. Yeah. A man who understands what pre-show it. Like what 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 looking cool, but really being a big nerd and plotting out every little detail beforehand yeah, yeah, yeah. looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like Chris. Jericho and Kenny Omega. That's why he needs WWE to show him that. I think. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. I mean, there should be more like uh, pageantry there, I, or or like uh, you know they always talk about in ring psychology. What about out of ring psychology? Out of rings theater. It's yeah. a theater. It's it's, it's entrance H. psychology. It's it's yeah yeah. Uh, Triple H is like an expert at this shit. Yeah. Uh, 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 what he does down at Full Sail, how these wrestlers come up and they they know how to move perfectly. Like look at like Bobby Roode. Like you know he's in the Jabron Zone, obviously a little. But he's, <laughs> but he uh, uh, but if you see the way he steps, he, yeah. st- he has those steps down right. You see Finn Balor. Let's compare Finn Balor. A pre NXT New Japan Finn Balor to him, where he's in front of. Uh, tens of thousands of people and they all have their hands up at the right time cue to the music and he's so fluid with it mm-hmm. and he can jump sometimes he's on the cur- sometimes he's on the hardest part of the ring uh-huh. uh, what do you call the that apron? part the, the apron. apron he's on the apron and you're like wait it's gonna in two seconds it's yeah. gonna do the hand part and you're all right there and he, he has such confidence in that movement which like you're Skyler you're a choreographer. You're a dancer, right? Like you, I watched your video from Crazy Ex Girlfriend this week, right? Yeah. Hilarious song. The real fighting is awkward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the joke of it is is that like when you fight in real life, it doesn't really look as cool like in the movies. So there's a lot of choreography, and there's literally a section where you're like. Uh, uh, guys and dolls dance fighting, right? Yeah, like yeah. West Side so Story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, right? So, uh, uh, so but, but my point is that like you know that. Your feet need to be in certain places. There's tons of precision involved there. But that's yeah, and that's that's just like knowing how to be ahead of the audience and 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 knowing like exactly when to hit your mark. And you want that little bit of like them pe- people to be like, wait, isn't he supposed to? I know then I know the next line because I've listened to the recording and he's supposed to. But it's that like it's that thrilling surprise, right? And and they have it. I mean, just how Finn enters how they go around him with the steady cam every time just to show the scope of him and he 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 always tilts his head at the right spot and he catches the smile and that's like a mid carter mm-hmm. but they just have his thing down right like the, it's what I'm talking about he's on the apron he knows the exact precise mm-hmm. movements where within a half of a second yeah. he can go from the apron to the top rope be bent over and have his arms up in time for the music where you're like oh that was so cool and that is what makes a professional wrestler not just a wrestler it makes them a superhero right it's like the note where it's like i uh, somebody is in doing improv or doing theater yeah. and it's like we're trying to do theater although so many people are trying to do just improv now but whatever that's for another podcast but like right and yeah. i'm like that's what i worry about that's what i worry about with Ms. when Kenny. when i hear things like we want stuff to be more like sports right that that's my concern is that like sports is way closer i guess i guess because i say stuff like that uh and i guess what i mean by that is i like the way that new japan for instance is presented just shot Right. And treated like a real fight. 
uh, that's about where that stops for me. Like I like it's little things where it's like wider angles. Uh, the shot stays in one spot for longer. It's not a lot of jumping around and zooming in on like the punches the right, way that like right. WWE. That's what I want. Just the presentation, the production, uh, uh, just the television production of it to be more like oh, this is like a boxing match or this is like a real right. Fight. But the danger. The danger and what we saw, and just, by the way, this is just a press conference, so we're not jumping the gun <laughs> here, right? Uh, 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 I'm very excited for Double or Nothing, but mm -hmm. I'm saying the the danger is falling somewhere in the middle. Right. Is that like, are you doing, are you going full kayfabe performance theater, or are you going like sporting event or something, but then... The people who go kayfabe get screwed over by your right by right. that where the 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 voice of the product. I think it, it's hard when you just go like we're gonna do sports and that sounds like a cool talking point. But what does that actually what does that actually mean for what I'm watching? Yeah, like are we gonna be doing tournaments? Is that how this is gonna go? Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure they're gonna incorporate a lot of NJPW. Right, though. and New Japan is tournament based. I do like a lot of that. I I do like it, but I, you know, there's just a looseness there. Like Kenny Omega. Now here's the next part of this. Okay, so I think it's just if you thought that Kenny Omega debut was was good. I, I would I just I can't I can't see it like he was the hottest prospect we talked about him for weeks he dominated this podcast is a mainly a WWE podcast right mm. and he dominated the discussion we're talking about him now up top and for that debut really to not like you said it not get any kind of uh, attention yeah Nothing. Or not be like, because I, what I would have done is I would at least have Jericho come out and then Kenny Omega jumps up, V triggers him into the pool, right? Sure. And then just goes like, I'm here, right? And yeah. that's it. But the whole thing was kind of tame, you know? Yeah. Now, here's the next question for you guys. Did, do you think, gun to the head, did Kenny Omega make a mistake? Signing a four-year deal with AEW, so he announced on Meltzer's podcast. He said it that he's on uh, uh, that he signed for four years. Uh, could be a work. I have no idea. Uh, no, sounds, I believe it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I, I true. Believe it. Um, I mean, I guess because I think actually he's like a little too truthful for my liking. Right. He's like a, he's he's very much like a, he's like kind of modest in a way that mm -hmm. I don't need from him. Where like he's on podcast just being like, guys, I I didn't want this to be a big bidding war for me. Like this whole thing, and it's and he's like this thing got out of control. And you're like, no, that's what wrestling is. Like yeah, yeah, Jericho yeah. is like rubbing people the wrong way because he's he knows what he's doing. Right. He's mm -hmm. a pro wrestler. He's a heel, Kenny Omega. So he's 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 working you even on his podcast. That's. Incredible work, right? So I just think there's part of it with Kenny where, you know, uh, I don't think he's lying well, Kenny, at all. He, he, yeah, you know, he came right out and was just like, "So sorry for making you guys wait. I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise, I just signed the contract no, this morning, or, or else I would have done. I would have just tweeted this sooner. It's like, <laughs> no, yeah, this is yeah, this is the whole thing. We ratchet it back. We want right. it. We want to be worked. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm just, I can't help but feel. Uh, uh, bummed that we won't see Kenny Omega and WWE. Like, just look at SmackDown and look at those yeah. matchups. It's just it's look, insane. Just look at NXT. I think yeah. the NXT argument is the biggest argument. NXT is so fucking good right now. It, it is mind blowing. Kenny versus Rollins. Kenny versus Aleister Black. Yeah. Kenny versus uh, Mustafa Ali. Kenny versus Daniel Bryan. Kenny. You could go Samoa You can go anywhere on the roster. Uh, NXT everywhere. Yeah, and I think that well, you know, look, we don't know what kind of deal he got. That's the thing. We don't actually know. 
We don't actually know what we was actually offered. He said on the Meltzer podcast, he said like WWE was awesome to work with. Like sure. they actually offered him good stuff. Like he had nothing bad to say. He didn't offer any sticking point, which was like you know. But I think ultimately he was like, I don't have the control of my creative, and I think it looks like he might have some kind of equity in AEW, which is very exciting. I understand why he made that choice. I think ultimately this was the perfect time for him to come to WWE. I just yeah. gun to the I, head. Yes, I think yeah. he made a mistake. I think I think and look, I hope I'm wrong. And I hope he knows more than I do. But if you had to gun to my head and I'm dead in a couple of years, will we be like he should have just debuted in that Royal Rumble and yeah. won? Which, I think I think that he made a mistake for us, but yeah. I don't think that he made a mistake yeah. for himself. It's extremely personal. Like I, I yeah. think that yeah. for him. It's completely in line with everything he's been right. saying the whole time. Yeah. Even what he said at the press conference was like, "This is what we're doing. I'm not yeah. kidding here." Yeah, like, mistake. I, mistake's not the right word. Like, it's like I think it's, it's the like, wrong word entirely. Did Especially he, we're uninformed, and it's an extremely personal decision about what he does with his time. Did WWE he make, be on the road 300 days a year with right. WWE. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Did he make the Did he make the decision that would put him that would skyrocket him to another level? No. Did he make a mistake? I don't know. Right. Right. Because with AEW, he that that's a great point. Would it skyrocket until another level? Like he he he's not AEW will not. I can't see how it make you you can't. I, how could he without wrestling a guy like Brock Lesnar get to that next level? Not in or Kenny. Bryan, not in or, Kenny Omega. Not in Kenny Omega's lifetime will AEW be on the level of. WWE. If right. they last that long, they can build it, and they absolutely can challenge them. But like, there's such a juggernaut of production and money and yeah. influence that it, that comprises WWE. That like, I'm not saying AEW can't. It's just it's the timeline isn't long enough for us to see that actually happen. Right. Yeah. Um, look, you can't complain about the this AEW double or nothing well, fuck card. It, more on wrestling. The I'm excited. Yeah. You can't cool. complain about this. We're gonna Hangman Page Neville. Uh, uh, we got. It looks like we're gonna see Marty uh, Aldis for the oh, NWA yeah. title. Um, we don't know who Cody's wrestling yet, but you Kenny, you can't really complain, complain about Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho in the United States. I mean, you know, yeah, dope. You know, I guess. <laughs> I am lying if I say I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed. I really wanted to see Kenny Omega at WB. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I said it here it wasn't going to happen, but I really wanted to see it. All right. Anyway, um, all right. Let's move on. So, next thing I want to talk about before we get into Becky stuff. Uh, well, you know what? I already mentioned him. <clears throat> what do you guys think of Eric Bugenhagen? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, he was just <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. This guy stole my week. Like that that would really put it in perspective. You're like, Kenny Omega debuted. I'm I am i am showing everybody I'm watching Boogenhagen. I got a little drunk uh, at a show and I was watching Boogenhagen in the back. It's f- so funny. Very fun. Yeah. All right. So two questions here is by the way, it was so great that he lost that he's a jobber. Yeah. <laughs> that that solidified it for me that they weren't trying to make him good. <laughs> he was literally like the kickoff show to the real match. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh 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 does this Boog and Hogan thing have legs or a flash in the pant? What are we seeing? Uh, are we seeing Boogs at WrestleMania interrupting Elias on Elias segment or what? I don't know about WrestleMania, no, but he'll 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 get somewhere in NXT. Yeah, I mean, it dep- I, th- I I can't shake his his gimmick uh, being like the next uh, No Way Jose, where right. it's like, yeah, there, it's so much on just like this guy being a goof, yeah, and he's in, but he's in great shape, just like No Way Jose. He can work like No Way Jose, like he's not a bad wrestler, yeah. but the goof 
the goof level is is such. <laughs> it's a it, the thing about I it is, love it. It's a twelve out of ten goof level, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it is as goof as as something gets yeah. to the point that you gotta respect it. It's Santino right. Morella goof level. Uh, uh, but that the thing about No Way Jose is that No No Way Jose was never over. Right. Like. Right. Is he over? He's over in that way. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to dance here when he comes out. But I actually think Bugenhagen, like, people like him. Yeah. And is there any chance, this is what I'm saying, is there any chance Bugenhagen can tone it down a little bit and be like an IC guy? I don't want him to tone <laughs> it down is the thing. That's what I'm saying. But can, he, can, can you push a guy? I guess my question is, can you push a guy with a gimmick like that? I think if you click it into gear, <laughs> I think if you click it into, like, a Miz gear uh-huh. and right. he gets smart about it. And it be it doesn't become as goofy, but it becomes just straight up funny. Right. Um, and he hones his craft in ring outside of his gimmick as well. Right. I could see it potentially, yeah, being some sort of an IC guy. Because where where was like let's think about the line between Elias and No Way Jose, right? So like Elias was definitely a goof in NXT, right? And now is a guy who, if he won the heavyweight title tomorrow, you'd be like, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you'd be surprised by it, but you wouldn't be, you'd be like, this guy's fucking jacked up. I think the and difference, he's so over. the difference is like in NXT, he was the drifter. He was like a guy who was yeah. like a weird, like vagabond who would like, you know. Elias Sampson, the drifter. Right. And what is No, no Way Jose runs a conga line yeah, on a, a cruise conga. ship? Yeah. Like, what is his gimmick yeah, even? Yeah. He's just like a guy who dances. So there was not even a character there. Right, so I think yeah. that's why Elias had has more legs. Well, the reason I bring this up is I had a conversation with Shebs about Daniel Bryan. Okay, so I wonder how that went. Yeah, it was it was very it, it was terrible. It was in, it was infuriating. Okay, what do you you do Bernie Sanders Shabiro? I do. Yeah, you do Bernie Shabiro. I do because it's yeah this week in anti-Semitism. I just conflate. Uh, Hello. Look, uh, uh, no, but uh, I have my opinions. Are my opinions? So, uh, uh, TV plus. Well, he was just like he the Daniel Bryan gimmick. You think EC three is the top one percent of wrestlers <laughs> in the world? Top top one percent. Top one one half of one percent is EC three. Oh my God! It's Jason Chaburney over here. <laughs> Jason Chaburney Sanders. Jason Chaburney Sanders. Here, look. Look at a picture of my hair in college. <laughs> Look how goofy the hair is. Oh, man. For the new listeners, that's my best friend and Bernie Sanders combined. <laughs> so, look, he, he was making the point. He thinks that Daniel Bryan gimmick is a little too big to be the heavyweight mate. Uh, it's a little too big of a gimmick to be heavyweight title at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania which I completely disagreed with. Yeah. But it did bring up an interesting point uh, to me, which is like, how big, how big can a gimmick be and be at heavyweight level? What do we mean by big? I mean over the top. I mean like how how no how uh, how goofy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, go- I don't know about goofy. That's not the term I want. No. How dialed up? Like John Cena was a rapper, right? He came out as a rapper, and then when he became when he became bigger time, he became just John Cena, right? The champion, you know. Walmart parking lot dad. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, I think, well, that's what I, I ask. I ask why, like, what do we mean by bigger? Did it talk up? Because uh, John Cena's driving his truck down I-95, folks. He's heading to Florida. He's going to pick up drugs at Miami and hit the coasts. That's right. Coming to the five. Coming to the five. No, I mean, like, so, like, big, it could be as big as it, as it possibly can. There's no limit to how big it can be. It's how specific. Uh, so, like, the bludgeon bros. Go nowhere because that's a very big gimmick, but it, there's no specificity whatsoever. It's right. like we're just 
like we're weird guys with hammers. Right. Uh, but what about Undertaker? I mean, right. that's as big of a gimmick. And it's He's specific. literally dead. And it's specific. Right, but you have to find the sweet spot. So, all right, but Undertaker, we know he's not dead. We just know that like he has intimidation factor or whatever. So, where is the Boogs? <laughs> like, this is the most ridiculous conversation. If we want to take Boogs uh-huh. to WrestleMania main event heavyweight title, where? How? How do you do it? Uh, <laughs> how do you do it? Does he shave the stash? No, no way. He's got to keep the stash. No, you Does give he, him a Rick no Rude, way, you, give, you give him like a Rick Rude type of deal, like <laughs> gear wise. At oh least. yeah. You know, the, like let him show off that. Just he's got to be that like, um, yeah, yeah, like that Tom Selleck man, like funny '80s. There's a bit of irony attached to it, but like dudes love to like, you know, look at look at the boogs, dude. He's just <laughs> doing it. You know, there's 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 a little bit of Val Venus there, but not really. Just I, like someone who really believes that he is a rock star. I think you put him. I think him and Matt Riddle would make a very fun tag. <laughs> The the Bro- Brogan Hagans? Oh, yeah, it would be rock and swole. Yeah, there's actually no way. There's no way to make Brogan Hagen legit. Yeah. That gimmick is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Just think about it. He comes out, he's yeah. playing the piano, and then <laughs> he, he puts drumming. you in an abdominal stretch, and then plays your hips like a fucking electric guitar. <laughs> I love it. Which I loved how Gulag, like, Almost no sold that. Like when he realized he yeah, was just yeah. playing his abs, he like stepped away from it. Yeah. Like get off of me! This doesn't yeah. hurt. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, all right. We'll move on from the boogs. But let's just say, <laughs> uh, I think officially it's fair to say that the cow podcast has an eye on Boogenhock, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm all for any push. I don't care. He can win anything. I can have Boogenhock slay the beast, <laughs> the, the Boogenhock beast slayer. <laughs> It just it distracts Brock so much, or he gets too into it that he actually goes for the pin. Yeah, I think they should like I would sp- I would <laughs> I would specific him up like I would make him like actually like the front I would make him like Bruce Dickinson like make him the front man of like a metal band and he's he's just he's like there almost like they could even do it as like a fuck you to Jericho where it's like we'll make like a, a front man to a metal band guy like Jericho is but like goofy like that. Yeah, well, we'll see where Boogs we'll see where Boogs goes. But I love the work they're doing at NXT. And can look at Boogenhagen, right from the NXT system. We don't know anything about this guy as an indie wrestler, right? Yeah, I don't think he was. Right, he was just like a fitness model. Right. Really? So look what yeah. they did. NXT. They turn. They get this star. His movements were so calculated. Yeah. Right. Like if you rewatch it, he, he he had it all down. He's playing. He's playing the. Uh, uh, there's no dead time. He's playing the fucking ropes like the keyboard. It was fantastic. All right, let's move on to real <laughs> topics. Okay, anyway. So, women's tag titles. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. Man, I, I hate to be negative on, uh, uh, again right now or be negative on anything that has to do with women's progress in professional wrestling. Um, but the women's tag division is not very strong, right? Like... In terms of tag teams, mm-hmm. uh, we have this. Uh, this is the biggest problem with with WWE. Okay, the biggest problem with WWE, in my opinion, right now, is they're clearly pulling the trigger on stuff way too late, mm-hmm. uh, and they're using like two weeks, sometimes even like feels like one week to like slap matches and stories together last minute. You can even argue all the way out through WrestleMania. Should we know who Daniel Bryan's opponent is yet? Should we know? You know, we don't know. Um, uh, uh, where it's like they're like, who believes that Naomi 
and Carmella should win the women's tag belt. Right. You know what I mean? But why not take more time? I'm saying... It should have been a tournament. Right. My thing is, schmaz up. I say, schmaz up this chamber. You mean the fabulous glow? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what they're called? <laughs> yeah. The fabulous glow. I say, look, we, we need real... We don't We don't need... There's so many titles, and there's so many meaningless titles on WWE right now. We need... What we need is real women's tag teams. Right. That's what we need more than titles. The titles don't mean anything. So I'm saying, schmaz up this chamber by having a tag team we never heard of that's awesome... Maybe Ayer Shirai and and uh, 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 why well, am I Kyrie saying Bingo? They come into the chamber and uh, for some reason the sky pirates. Maybe Tamina and I are like going too far and they come down from the sky, the sky pirates, and then they come in and the, the whole thing's a DQ or something. And then we start getting vested in this. I would use this match just to get vested in the women's tag team and then crowned the champions at actual WrestleMania because just giving it to a team. There's no all right. So what teams in there? Are viable tag teams, in your opinion, to Absolution. be the first ever women's I mean, a viable to be? I mean, there's ones that are actual tag teams. Do you really and care about Mandy? That, no, I don't. They haven't even, she has on a singles feud with Naomi the past couple weeks. Right. So what, that tag team doesn't mean anything. To me, and Nia are kind of a tag team. Right. What's going to happen is they're going to go squad. over, and then Sasha and Bailey are going to challenge them and go over as faces at Mania. Right. As like the second winner. And that's, that's what I think will right. actually happen. Um, I think it's, I've said it from the get-go, doing an elimination chamber match to introduce the first women's tag team championship is insane because the match itself is not a match where people stand on the apron and get a tag. Right. There's no, nothing tag team about it. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. It's a tornado match, right? Yeah. They might as well have been like, (laughs) you're all going to go out to the, uh, the, to the promenade and the first one to come back with chicken fingers wins the belt. Yeah. And then you get to pick your, your team member who you want to also have the belt because it's a Total singles match. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, it, you're right. It is a total singles match. It's just they've gotten everything wrong about these tag titles. They were debuted, remember, on Alexa Bliss's talk show. Not they even. They were, they were even first mentioned in Vincent McMahon's Santa bit. Oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. for Christmas, we're going to give tag champions. Vincey Claus. WB is getting, look, we gave AEW some shit, yeah. and, and that's because we're interested in what's going on there. Now we're giving WB shit. WB has been very sloppy with a couple of things. It seems like the only thing they focus on is the Becky storyline, yeah. right? Which rightfully shows so it deserves a lot of credit. But they're a billion dollar company. Like they got more they need to allocate more talented resources to the mid card because like there's no reason that uh uh that Bobby Roode and and uh, uh, Chad, Chad Gable. Gable, the team glories. There's no, re- there's no reason that team didn't matter at all. Right. That, those guys are fucking studs. They look awesome. I think like they, that team, they, they're like the Rockers or whatever. Like not, you know, different energy, but like that tag team should be able to get over with the right writing. Right. Look what they look like. They look awesome. Look what Chad Gable does. His feats yeah. of strength are insane. And so they had to. What they do is something doesn't work. It doesn't click without them investing any proper creative to it. And then they're like, oh, it doesn't click. So then they just toss titles around. And that's what they're going to do with the women's division also. And th- like that's the problem is they're just like, oh, what? they were just waiting for lightning in the bottle as opposed to trying to manufacture it right. uh, without repeating something that happened to work a million times. It's very frustrating. Well, I think with the women in particular, they just don't have a lot of experience with like pushing women as legitimate wrestlers and they're not 
cognizant enough to be like, oh, we there's no diff. There's we don't have to push them differently. We don't have to make these weird. Fine, but they do it to the men tag teams also. I think right. it's more of a tag team problem because the only tag team that's gotten any focus in recent memory has Shane McMahon in it. It's right. Shane and Miz, like right because Shane's in it. It gets the creative it, it deserves, and then they're getting segments where people are like, you're like, oh, I'll go with this team. But, like, they never even tried to get the bar over, really. No. You know what I mean? They, uh, they, There's not even a reason why they're heels, really. Right. No. It's just Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah, just being hard-hitting and, like, sometimes cheating. They're literally, their name is literally, like... We are, uh, we are like jobbers to the stars. Like we are a speed bump. We're the bar. Like if you could beat us, that'll help you get over. <laughs> you cleared the bar. <laughs> you cleared <laughs> the bar, right? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're in that like Kane role where it was like, oh, just to get someone over, they could pin Kane. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like, you know, this is I love tag teams. And the AEW press conference, to their to their credit, were like, can a tag team main event a pay-per-view? You bet your fucking balls it could. And if I was a young box, I would never go to WB. Oh, yeah. I, I, That's I, why I, always it was really Kenny or no one. Right. I mean, I mean, the young bucks would be destroyed, I think. Right. Like, none of, like uh, 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 it's not a great place for Cody, we know. Right. Cody's, obviously, Cody's in a great spot. And young bucks are also in a great spot because WB, if you're the young, if you're the young bucks and you look at what they do with tag teams, it's filler. It's way to open up shows that's it they don't even see them as main event material and it's you know so I think that's where AEW if WWE doesn't get their shit together that's where AEW is going to smoke them is no, yeah, they'll, sign, like, they'll sign the rascals, rascals over from right. PWG and you'll see some real but they real signed best stuff. friends already yep right that the, uh, those guys are LAX awesome or whatever those other right. guys yeah yeah so they're going to dominate with tag teams yeah uh uh, uh because WWE doesn't know what to do with tag teams. And, and they saw the model. Like, London and Kendrick were fucking awesome. And they were, like, Young Buck style, uh, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway. So, like, that's it. It's like, this women's... I mean, who could care about who wins it? I'm sorry to be the white heterosexual guy who's like, who cares about the women's tag team chamber? You know? But, honestly, what what team do you are, are you excited for? Right. Like, if I order... If, I am, if I'm expecting... A pizza, and what I get is like a manhole cover with some like rocks and like some like chocolate on it. Right. I'd be like, this is not what I, th- I expected it to be different, and I I want it to be different. Right. And I think it could. It, it. Yeah. You're just, rooting for it to be pizza. I want it, yeah. I want it to be pizza. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I love pizza. Yeah. But what you've given me is, yeah, a singles match with a hundred women in it, uh, in a chamber. For no reason. Every match always has a hundred women in it. Right. That's all they know how to do with the women. Is throw like a hundred of them in a match. Yeah. Right? I still don't understand how they didn't. They do so many tournaments. They do so many tournament May structure Young tournaments. is like the key to WWE how did weekly they not do programming. It? Yeah. Why not more tournaments? Yeah, yeah. badass. I'm telling you, could tell stories through those matches, right? And those matches can be compelling, and you can get to see like true female tag team. Like I think we would kind of almost, from a meritocracy standpoint, want to see the people win that like really gel. Yeah, like have a right. finisher that's a real tag finisher. I mean, they went about it the from the outside in and not the inside out. Yeah, and but it is the problem. With WWE, like, and and even this WrestleMania lead up, like, we should know more already. I think um, we we should be more invested in story. We did not everything needs a title, and not everything can have Undertaker, which instantly sells a match. Right. And that they're relying so much on it. You they'll know, do that a week. They'll do that a week before. By right. the way, so <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Don't drop that in. But and and I got to be honest, like, just the way that they're vamping. Um, 
I kind of have a little bit of an issue with the, I mean, and this is probably next on your sheet, just the Becky, Charlotte, Ronda thing. Yeah. Um, what is with just the swerve arbitrarily Vince McMahon for, who was a face three weeks ago, a heel two weeks ago, kind of a tweener yeah. last week. Now he comes out like full heel being like, hey, for no reason. Well, so yeah. absolutely. So yeah, we got it. I mean, this is the biggest story of the week. And um, uh, uh, I, my one last thought about tag team, and then I definitely want, I, I want to say, I just yeah, want to say yeah, this yeah, yeah. while we're on tag team so we don't go into awkward later, but I'm saying is that I've really come around on the revival like, uh, I mean, I always loved the revival. Nah, wait, wait one goddamn second, Jabroniacs. Go back through the archives, find the episode where I said, mark my words, you're going to come around on the revival, and you didn't think you were going to do it, and now here we are, Dan. Well, the thing is this, is that I love the revival when they're in, in, in NXT. All right, now we're, all right, all right, fuck you. But, uh, <laughs> all right, hold on, I'll put myself in the Jabron zone, okay? But, uh, wait, Newman, what were you saying? I wasn't saying anything. Shut your ass! Oh, <laughs> I, I can't get you. I tipped I a bit. You tipped a bit. No, but I couldn't get him anyway. But then we're going to go right back to you on the Becky stuff. Because yeah, I think that's going to be like an hour conversation. Sure, so sure, sure. I want to just say his last thing is that not that I've come around the revival. I said this before. My favorite, the best WrestleMania match of a WrestleMania weekend I had ever seen was American Alpha versus Revival NXT TakeOver WrestleMania 32 mm. when Shinsuke, uh, Sami Zayn, that pay-per-view. The worst arena, uh, by the way, the worst NXT. NXT uh, show I've ever been at in terms of the, I don't know what you call it. It wasn't an arena, but it was the worst place ever. I hated it. I'm so glad they do takeovers at the stadium uh, now. Right. But anyway, um, uh, 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 that was the best match. I always know Revival are great, but the Revival are an actual tag team. Right. And WWE has a lot of success hodgepodging wrestlers together and making tag teams, you know, or let's say perceived success, like Team Hell No. You know, it's a great way for them to be like, let's put two guys like Sheamus and Cesaro, who we have no other creative for. Let's put them in the tag team division, which is, and they can dominate mm -hmm. because they are single stars in there. You have an ex-champion with, with one of the biggest studs. But what I'm saying is that it's like nice to see teams that are real tag teams like that you're right like uh, Skyler I was saying this is why I wanted to bring this up because your point it's like the shatter machine it's like I know what their tag finishes right right and, and you know that they want to be a tag team that's the main thing is that you know these guys are like we are tag team specialists and we b believe in being a tag team I say there's only a couple of teams that you could say that about the Usos are yeah. an actual tag team mm -hmm. you know um, and so giving the revival the title I think is a great move. Mm. When I saw it, I was like, yeah. Now, we knew that I knew they were going to get him because they complained. That's how it seems to be. That's something why I hate dirt cheats is, you know, when it, when they ask to leave, WB hears that, and it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we always hear Ziggler's asking to leave, and then the next minute he has the IC title. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's what, I never ask him that, but, like, in terms of the dirt cheats, how, that's how it works. But the Revival, have it, give it to them, and show the power of a tag team. Be like, they, these guys can beat guys way bigger yeah. because tag team wrestling is an actual skill. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, give it to them and have them run with it for a while. Yeah. And people will be they're excited. They're not going to. No. No, they're going to drop it next week. AOP. You think so? <laughs> to probably to Gable and Root again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they'll just they'll just flip-flop, flip-flop all the way to Fastlane where they're the uh, right. they're the pre-show. <laughs> and then they'll figure out some other monster, Braun and Nicholas or something, to take it to Mania <laughs> yeah. or something. Braun and Nicholas. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I think we'll probably, what do we see, Braun Taker maybe? Right. I, 
Uh, oh, Braun McIntyre seems to be something. Yeah, that Braun McIntyre. There, there's a lot in that mix of of the angle. Braun, uh, Corbin, right? Um, you know, uh, McIntyre thing. Right. Let's. All right. So let's let's move on to the Becky thing. And uh, uh, you know, we've been talking about it for a while. I think that it's getting a little stale at this point. <laughs> seems like they're vamping on their way to Mania, but I guess we'll see. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch coming up. To the break. Here we go. <laughs> Becky Lynch on the fives. No, uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, okay. So cool. You were saying what's weird about it. So let's stick with. Uh, there's a couple points in there and a couple points I've written here. But let's stick. Let's go with the main storyline this week, mm-hmm. uh, which is should Becky apologize? Okay. Um, I actually like this. I I like this. I didn't. The execution was definitely a little off, but the thing of Steph and Vince and, and Triple H coming out, everyone makes sense. Sometimes they hold WWE just the bar of like, does this make sense? And they're doing a great job of making things make sense uh, to a point. And then we'll get to where it stopped making sense. <laughs> so Triple H and Stephanie come out and they're like, look, Becky, we'll let you lose, use your own doctor. They said you're cleared. There's no tears. That's great. We're sorry. That uh, we're sorry for uh, like what what were they sorry for uh, they, having no trust in you or whatever yeah. or come or Triple H said I'm sorry what some of the said I said yeah yeah stuff I said we're sorry because they are authorities right they are doing what's best for business which is the gold of them being in charge now just take one quick step back I said when the McMahons took over that the last thing I wanted was half invested McMahons. I'm like, maybe Baron Corbin's not the guy to be in charge of the show. The ratings are in the shitter. The last thing we want is McMahon's popping in and being all over the place. And we're starting to get that again. Yeah, hello. So, right? So they said, I'm sorry. And they're like, but you should say sorry to us. Like, right? You, you, you slapped you my beat, wife. You beat yeah, you slapped both of us. It's like, just say sorry so we can kind of clear the air. It sure. made total sense. And then Becky's like, I'm not saying sorry to you guys because like, you fuck over everybody and she's standing up for whatnot. But the whole show, I'm like, why wouldn't she say sorry? Mm-hmm. They're coming clean. Like, let's be adults here. Why wouldn't she say sorry? And then the whole show, the only thing I thought was weird, her pondering, saying sorry. Like, they had her in the backstage, like, just thinking into yeah. the air. I was like. Well, I mean, that was part of the, I was like, why? She's like being visited by, like. The ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. having these like fucking little like check ins with Rhonda and Finn Balor. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, to me, that's just wrestling. Like, I know, I know. I got, no, I'm so apologetic of that yeah. like stuff. It's fine. It is weird to just like sit in the back and ponder like yeah. you just like got broken up with or whatever. Like, but and like thinking about something that's pretty. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know why. But then she's she doing that would... nice line, by the way, when Finn came over, he goes, Yo, your abs are awesome. And yeah. I was like, That was a fucking cool line. Didn't get any pop from no. the crowd for some reason. Reason, but yeah, and I, I, I wonder though, like, yeah. would it would okay? So like, let's look at this like a sketch, right? Like, would this character apologize? Would Becky apologize? Uh, I know you want your characters to be three dimensional, right? right? But like, would she? Because my thing is like, isn't it if we're just gonna get her suspended anyway by Vince McMahon, then have her say fuck you to no, to no, them? And, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfect because why, would she apologize? When somebody comes to you, think about times in your life when somebody, even if you're as heated as possible and you're like, fuck this person, they fucked me over. Think about times this has happened. And that person comes to you and they go, you know what? I was wrong. Like, I'm so, I, I'm, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Like, I know this hurts, but like, I'm wrong. Well, it's, 
the end, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the end where you go like, oh fuck! Like mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna have this sticking point forever, but like I see what I did wrong, and they perfectly said the things they did wrong. Sure, and they were like, you know what? We and we end not like that. They gave you what you wanted completely. You could use your own doctor. You didn't. It wasn't even like you have to see WB doctor and our doctor. Nothing. It was like you are right, a hundred percent. So when somebody does that and they're giving you your opportunity, you're going to WrestleMania. The thing you earn. Why would you not just be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Right. Like, well, I'm just saying, what, what, what would be Becky as a face? Really, would you? Why would you not uh, 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 say sorry? Especially now. Okay, you make the. I, I just sitting there, be like, yeah, she, fine. But then she did exactly. I was sitting there, and then she did say sorry, but she kind of half-assed it. She's like, yeah, she did the math. I know I'm supposed to say sorry, but I know you guys are scumbags, so it's fine. Here, here's a sorry. I'm not gonna shake your hand. There's a sorry. Boom! I said it. Now let's get into it. I thought it was perfect. Right. right. No. Yeah, they had to bookend Raw. They 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 have their hottest storyline bookending <coughs> Raw. You know, they open with her music and they cl- and they close with the decision that she had to make for the last three right. hours. It was well done. It was well handled. And then and Vince. So Vince shows up. Vince comes out. Everything was going great. <laughs> and then he, Vince. So here's the thing. This is the truth. The truth is, is that Vince, Vince has been off. Vince is not using full sentences. Like he's not saying like, uh, I don't know if it's like an age thing or I don't know if it's just, but like he, he's not clearly stating his points as well as Becky, Triple H and Stephanie are articulating. Mm -hmm. And he comes out and he missed the line. He missed the line. Something like I wrote it here because I was like, here's the line he missed when I was watching live or something like. You don't, you don't, you don't get to. You work for me. Right. You don't, you don't get to put. You don't get to put your hands on my daughter. Right. You know what I mean? There's th- th- those. That's a line you cross where you don't get it. Hey, I took away Braun Strowman's match just for hitting my limo. Right. You know how many fucking limos I got? <laughs> the ratings went up when he hit the limo. He actually helped me, but that pissed me off. It's like, you know, I'm the boss. I'm the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's and my like, daughter. That's right. not my daughter. And call. that's my right. daughter. You don't hit the daughter. You don't hit the, the mother of my grandchildren. You don't embarrass her on television like that. Yeah. And because of that, I'm going to put someone in the, uh, you know, I'm going to take away, just show you, I own the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble doesn't mean anything. And because of that, here's who's in the match. Charlotte Flair, someone I think is better than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. better. She's blonder, right? She's taller, you know, whatever the fuck. She's sexier. Who cares? Say, go heel, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that. I mean, but at that point, yeah, you're going heel. Right. Yeah. You're going against the hottest baby face in the company. Did you feel like that was kind of missing? Those like those things. Of course, the sentiment was there. Yeah, but of I course. think sometimes you need these lines to be like because Vince didn't come out and say he said you're the man, I'm the man. I think he didn't even say like it's bothering me running my show, mm. and this remind you know uh, uh, he just kind of like did it right. He's like, look, you think you're the man. I'm the man. Here we are. We have someone. This is a corporate's decision. Right. Here we are. Here's this is Ric Flair's daughter. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and then the copyright was right. on. And I was like, wow, that was like 
half of a page of something that should have been so much more specific and like because really what you're doing as an audience what you're doing essentially is you're slapping the face of everyone that's been watching and been like you guys just tuned in three hours to see this big decision we did it everything's good and that's okay they're allowed to work us they're allowed to swerve us but you have to earn it you have to like have a clear reason and make us go ah here we're we're stupid for thinking that we were going to get what we thought not like hey you're not even making sense right now (laughs) and you're totally taking advantage taking my like viewership for granted (laughs) yeah but so here's what i would say is we gotta think about how much of us how much of this is marketude, right? I don't like, think it is because I think that, like, ultimately, we don't want this. No, so that's what I'm saying is that that's where the two that's where the two things are, which is okay. So look, we don't want to get ahead of wrestling, right? You know, they think about five months back, five months ago, uh, three months ago, we were saying we're going to see Miz, Daniel Bryan, and then WWE gave us this. Maybe the best version of Daniel Bryan we've ever seen, or yeah. like really exciting thing, and they went a different direction to be ahead of us. That's their job as writers to have a higher to to, to have a higher top of intelligence than us as the viewer, right? And 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 to trick uh, uh, keep us engaged, right? Mm-hmm. So there's part of it. There's that, and then so I think Vince showing up and putting Charlotte in the match was. Definitely unexpected. Like, mm-hmm. I did not expect Vince to pop out and put Charlotte in a match. Now, I had been reading. They were looking at the shoehorn Charlotte in, right? So I kind of expected in a way that, like, that they might find a way to get Charlotte in here quicker, mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Right. But I did not see it happening in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then I did not expect, well, I thought last week, listen to this podcast, last week, they, we thought maybe they'll just turn Ronda heel or whatever. I did not expect that this week we would see Ronda being anti-Vince on her Instagram. Oh, right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I didn't see that. So let me read you guys Ron- Ronda's post. So I'm was talking it really about, verbose and clearly overwritten and she spoke it too fast what with is no with, breaths? Like, 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 and she, her and Ricochet have this thing where it sounds like they're about to cry all the time. <laughs> Ricochet has it more than Ronda. Yeah. You you pointed that out to me. If you watch Ricochet cut a promo, uh, uh, well, I, I don't know. Ronda does it pretty much every time as well. Ronda's face looks like she's gonna cry all the time. Yeah, Ricochet's Ricochet, voice oh, is Ricochet always on the verge like, of tears. It's really funny. Yeah. All right, here's Ronda's post. Right, this isn't what's best for business. This isn't what's in demand. I have no idea what the hell this is. Vince McMahon doesn't even believe in his own girl, Charlotte at Charlotte WWE. Which I don't get that at all. If he didn't make us. The main event of Survivor Series, he's sure as hell not going to make making us the main event of WrestleMania. The women's evolution was robbed tonight. So, first off, that brings up, by the way, which I couldn't tell if Vince meant to say uh, the WrestleMania match or main event, but then he ended up saying main event. Mm-hmm. You saw him stumble there. Yeah. He yeah, stumbled yeah. when he said main event because I don't think he meant to say main event. Yeah. Right? Because he might not make them the main event. But by the way, I'm saying this right now. This match, whatever it is, should be the main event of WrestleMania. It is clearly the hottest storyline they have going on right now. Becky's the hottest star in the company, bar none. They, uh, I, I really think it should. If, uh, I don't if, think it will. You no. don't, and I really think it should, and well, I don't want we, it to. So are you saying, so th- this goes to the next point, this goes exactly into it, which is roundabout way. Or do you see this as, oh, this was kind of exciting writing, or this was just a cheap way to shoehorn Charlotte and make this a triple threat, which we know Vince has been wanting to do yeah, for months. Yeah, I think it's going to be a triple yeah, threat, and I, but, I, but I do think it's going to, I think it's going to main event. 
I hope it I think made it's going to be a triple threat main event. I yeah. don't know. I just was to giving a hot take there because I think everyone's like, this is the year where it happens. And I, I just, it, it would be so Vince to just put on put Brock right. on. The last. only match I could see, I, I think this match will main event over Brock Rollins, personally. I don't think that would be the main event, but I do, th- I, I think this could beat out that easy. But I think if it's Daniel Bryan Cena, that could main event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Cena, he's starting to be so high level for the. He's starting yeah. to be so important to this company. Like uh, uh, he's starting to be bigger. What's going to happen? Because it's it's hard to tell right now. I don't know what they're going with it. But so uh, all right, we'll go to the, that in a sec. Because I'm saying Becky Lynch. So it, so are, are the authorities heel? Is Vince breaking with? Uh, Stephanie and Triple Stephanie H. And Triple H. Looks like Triple H, they seem to be like totally cool. They yeah. went the face route there, right? And then Vince usurped them and was like, "Yo, Becky, fuck you. You get a sixty day suspension." Because as of right now, she's not even in the match. It's right. now Charlotte versus uh, Ronda Rousey. Right. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's just because there's some injury healing that has to happen, and there's a lot of ways till April. And I think that this is their beginnings of of making a compelling triple threat storyline and i think there is a world which if like we all rebel and right. it's just not going up to snuff then the biggest payoff is that uh charlotte gets ousted from the match completely right. and we do get becky ronda and i think that that would make how could we be more thirsty and more hungry for this match uh, Becky versus Ronda to a hopefully main event WrestleMania. Um, how can we get more excited about it than we already are in January, February? Uh, I know how. Take it away from us for a few months and then give it back to us right. at the end mm-hmm. of you know March. The and only now. reason I don't see that happening is because Charlotte has to wrestle at WrestleMania, right? <laughs> you know, so then. Uh, what match does she have if you don't you know put her in the Andre the Giant battle royal? No, I don't think you, know? you do. But I do think that like Charlotte is 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 going to main event another WrestleMania. Right, like, but we are here. seeing the triple threat. That is the match we will be seeing. Yeah, there's just no question. No, you're right. That is the match. But you know, I thought yeah, I thought it's conflicted on this. I think it's cool. I love seeing Vince, but it's just a little bit. Uh, you think you're the man? Mm-hmm. I'm the man. I, I, he said enough where the package worked on SmackDown. You're the man now, dog. But in terms you're of that moment, now, dog. say the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, God, it's so crazy to think because the Be- they're not even Becky Lynch. The whole reason Becky turned heel was because Charlotte was stealing her moment, I and know. Charlotte joined that match as a triple threat, and now she's doing. It again, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Are you saying it's like it's been done? No, I'm just saying it's crazy. So, all right, let's move on to uh, uh, let's move on to Daniel Bryan. Well, actually, let's listen to this cashin that says "Just play this." All right. Do you guys okay. want to hear says "Just play this"? Sure. Yeah. Who's it from? I know. Quick cashin while I'm watching Raw. Back in now. Uh, Loving Dean Ambrose today. Wait, Dan, Dan, deal with it. Dean is on fire. Just got the commercial break. Dean said, get back here. Oh, mate, loving it. Cheers up. <laughs> okay. Uh, true boy from Australia. Listen, I got to say, I don't agree. I thought I thought EC3 versus... Uh, uh, Jeans uh, Ambrose. Uh, Jeans Ambrose. I thought, I was like, oh, these are two of the <laughs> worst... Uh, workers in the company yeah. in terms of just athletic ability. I thought it was like it was really uh, uh, it was noticeably worse. Yeah. Like EC3 is a mic guy, right? And, and just like a look at him guy. Yeah, like EC3 spectacle. is cool. Yeah. I like EC3 a lot. I'm excited to see where they go with it. I think that well, that they've been mailing it so far. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what it is. Yeah. 
But Dean, uh, no, not a, not. A, I couldn't be less of a Dean, Mark. Yeah. I guess he came out and he said to Seth Rollins, like Slay, Slay the Beast. Slay the Beast, yeah. But what 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 was that? That's They're get- turning him face because it's the work of the century with him leaving WWE. He's so, gonna wrestle wrestle like Triple H for his job or something. Right. It's yeah. got to be Triple H. It's going to be something. It, it depends, actually, because if Triple H is going full face with the whole angle with Becky and everyone, it's going to get confusing. Uh, that might not happen. I just, it's clear. They, they turned Dean face at a house show, I think I saw somewhere, you know, just to just to do it. And yeah. he got, probably got a bigger pop than he's gotten, you know, right. since the Shield reunited. Yeah. Um, whatever. So anyway, thanks for that. Thanks for that cash. <laughs> I love how your opinions on Ambrose. You're like, if he stays, ugh, whatever. If he leaves, better <laughs> off. I, I I'm not a fan. I I couldn't be less of a fan. I mean, me I too. It, I but say- I do think that this would be, if you're gonna keep him around, this would be the best thing to do. Guys, so I want to talk about something. We're probably a couple weeks late on this, uh-huh. but I want to talk about this. Uh, did you guys see uh, th- that Sam Roberts, uh, Bianca, Bianca Belair thing? Yes. So. I don't know. Was that was that controversial for any really charged reasons other than him just shitting on her? I I personally haven't seen it. I've only heard the backlash, and I even listened to him talk to uh, Mark Henry about it recently. Yeah. So it's weird. It's like when you read a headline and you don't actually read the article because right. I yeah. actually didn't see it. Oh well. well two he things dismissed about her it. and said that she just like jumps around and whips her hair back and forth or something like that. No, 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 no. So uh, um, she basically just said she's not. She's not ready. ready. No, no. He he said that she's not takeover oh, material. material. Like he was like, she's not take. So here's what I want to just say about this is that I don't know if anyone was offended by it for like uh, racial reasons or I don't know if anyone was were, offended. I, I've seen that. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, okay. So I don't know anything about, I'm, I'm only going from the perspective of just talking about these pre-shows uh-huh. and, and, and the kickoff show. And um, I think- I actually think this was pretty cool. I I think uh, I I don't. I'm not saying that I agree. Actually, I don't agree with his opinion at all. Mm-hmm. I actually love Bianca Belair. I also like the hair. Yeah. I think the hair is fucking cool. It's insane. If you watch her matches, the hair is so in the way. Yeah, she is able to like do some pretty athletic shit with the hair. Right. Um. I agree with them the fact that like we all knew Shayna Baszler was gonna win, but I just want to say, watch. What's the other guy's reaction? What's the other guy in there? Pat the blonde McAfee? guy. Yeah. The guy who just got hired Pat, Pat to McAfee. not be an announcer anymore. Pat yeah. McAfee. Right, right, right. All right. This guy, watch his reaction compared to what Sam is doing. And Sam is just giving his an honest and a hard opinion. And we I do think we need more of that. I like, mean, I, do you you don't think it was shoot, do well, you? Well, that's the other thing about it, is that if you watch it, <laughs> it's very interesting. If you watch it. He has a, a moment before where it looks like he's getting something in the earpiece. And to be honest, it feels like it's like a work. I'm getting something in the earpiece. Right. You got to watch it. Like he pauses. Uh, here's the and issue. And he goes. Here's the issue. I know. Let's pause for a sec. Yeah. I want, I want Skyler to see this. Okay. So Skyler, you just saw it. Oh, hold on. I can't hear anything. All right. All right. All right, Skyler, I just sh- I just showed it to you. Yeah, it's uh, after a second watch. It's clearly a work. Yeah, it's really weird. Sam like hears something clearly in his ear, and right. I think he wouldn't be able to. I don't think he'd be able to act that. That's that's clearly someone who. Do you think it's shoot? You think um, he actually got something in the ear? It said, "Go for it." I think he said in that Mark Henry interview, he was like, "They told me to like give you a real opinion, and then I did it." Yeah. Yeah, but here's here's my issue with that is that the match. The story that was told was Bianca Belair is inexperienced and is not ready for Shayna Baszler. 
Right. So the match proceeded that way. Right. And I I refuse to believe that his shoot opinion was exactly what the story of the well, match no, no, was. No, I think he was fed to say that by right, a producer. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe there's truth behind it. Maybe uh, maybe he's like, hey, Sam, why don't you say what you were saying to me earlier about, <laughs> right, about, right. about Bianca right. Belair? Right. Or maybe it's like, hey, come on, you can't, guys can't all be on the same page here. I need uh, someone to take the strong thing. And that's when he's like, okay, how do I do this? You think this? Triple H told him to say that? Or whoever is producing so here's their what I, say. I don't even care if it's a shooter work. I think that's not even the interesting conversation. Right. Like, I think what it is is that, like, somebody brought a really strong strong, real opinion to the kickoff show. Right. And these kickoff shows are fucking nothing. Nothing. I mean, they're, they're It's just Charlie looking jacked and uh, right. It's only just like, it's like, uh, hey, uh, Charlie, who do you think you win? It's like, you know what? He's a five-time, this is Booker T, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's a five-time, yeah, yeah, right. you know, You know, Charlie, she's like, oh, <laughs> shucky ducky. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's like, he's a five-time champion. It's like, I'm not going to bet against Shayna Baszler tonight. That's what I'm going with. It's fluff. It's bullshit. Right, right, but right, like, right. I I would like some real analysis like that and a real like stuff we say on here yeah. should be on the kickoff show so it's cool. I mean, I've been saying this forever. I stuff mean, even, but stuff I've even, even in, in the lens of, stuff, of Sam's, you know. Sam's podcast though. Like he right. says he's hard, hard on the product at times. He doesn't just shill for the company. Well, so that's what I'm saying is that like I thought seeing that people were being like, yo, it was real awkward. It was weird and I was like, uh, what's awkward is the other guy doing yeah. a kayfabe face of like, whoa, whoa, what is it? Like, like complete overreacting and not being like, dude, that opinion of Bianca Belair is terrible. Yeah. She's awesome, Argue super it. athletic, yeah. and I think that being takeover worthy is something we see in the ring. Yeah, yeah. here's you know, how you do it. You go, and plus, you go, what have you been in this business for four days? Right. Like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> you, go, you go, Sam Roberts, how dare you say that about Bianca Belair? I mean, you think about this lady's credentials, right. and then he reads from his notes. You just take the other right. stance. Right. You don't look into the camera like, someone's Ooh. having an opinion. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, no, the, like, don't give me, like, shots fired. It's a pre-show. People should be harsh and be giving, like, this is some, whatever, whatever the, whatever the, <laughs> Kayfabe, like uh, uh, expert, like uh, uh, whatever that role is, yeah. it should be. Uh, let's call it the most basic thing is opinion person, <laughs> and they should write. Yeah, it reminds me of speaking of Booker T. There was that one time when I think Daniel Bryan was like something had happened to him. And everyone is like all sympathetic for Daniel Bryan. And there's this moment where Booker T just kind of like pauses and he goes, Daniel Bryan deserves everything he gets. <laughs> like right. he just took the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> those old school guys, like I'm I'm sorry, like I love Jerry the King Lawler. Love him. Puppies! He's one of the best announcers. Him and, and and him and the king and no one even comes close to what him and JR did on the announced team, right? At that era. Yeah. But that kickoff panel it should not be fluff. It should be people just being like, that it person is sucks. Yeah. Why is she wearing a pirate hat? It's stupid. I don't like a pirate hat. Like It should be real opinions. And somebody, because if you got enough people with different personalities up there, it should balance each other out where the conversation is interesting and real and more like what's going on. Uh, like here, it should be more of the stuff right. I see there. So anyway, I thought it was like people were like getting, into, don't get mad at, at real opinions. We want right. more. I think we need more of that. Well, it's turned into like the commentators at the Hunger Games. It's just like so, right. like, like it's it, those characters are like I'm, you know, Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels, and I'm not going to say anything, and I and and I, I'm going to peddle the network. Right. If Shawn Michaels is there and he's commentating for NXT Takeover, wouldn't you want Shawn Michaels? 
to just be like, look, this guy, he came into NXT. He's, I got to tell you, I don't think he can move that well. You know what I mean? He surprised me he's gotten this far. He's not my guy, but hey, let's see what he does tonight. And then be like, you know right. what? I was wrong. <laughs> you know, like if you come back, if you sell somebody from an opinion, but if we're just like this person's strong and that person's strong, right? Yeah, I mean, that's where maybe maybe I'm making the argument I want more sports, but I don't even think that's what it is. I think I want more podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah cool. But yeah, so I mean, I think the last thing we should cover on the main app this, this week is Ladies Seth... and gentlemen! Oh my God. My name is Paul Heyman. Wow. Is it, uh, Paul Heyman in studio. Yes. Paul, this is your first time here, I believe. Right? I'm blessing you with my presence. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, you are. You are. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are. You're sweating. But Absolutely. Yes. Very sweaty. Extreme. You are like. It is 57 degrees outside, and I am sweating. That's a comfortable temperature. Yeah, that's literally, a, yeah. Your it looks like you just walked closed. under a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, what do you? What do you? Wait, thanks for coming by. Uh, this is. Are you here for? I mean, to talk about Brock or what? Yes, this is a very popular podcast, Dan. It is. Yeah. So I'm here to pump up the match for Brock. Lesnar. Oh my God! Is Brock here? I got his music queued up. Should Brock Lesnar's not here. Oh. Well, he is here. He's in the Inner Sanctum Cafe eating a vegan loaf. Wow! He's Brock's in the building. Yes, he refuses to come in here though. Well, that's a fucking shame. But anyway, what would you like to tell us? I was just about Brock, to talk about Seth Rollins. Right. Brock. Okay, Seth Rollins is, of course. A wonderful talent, very talented. Yeah, I know. You but, always sing the praises of the of the other talent. Well, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm a fair guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fair guy, but Brock Lesnar is a killer. Brock Lesnar is homicidal. In 1968, Brock Lesnar sent taunting letters to Bay Area Press with cryptograms, which, if solved. Contained details of the people Brock Lesnar has F5'd. Wait, what? What the? Okay, he's. Wait, wait, wait. That sounds more like a true true crime story. (laughs) Yeah, the details. Wait, Brock Lesnar's an actual kill. Yeah, are you saying he's an actual killer? That's not what I'm saying, Dan. Yeah. I'm saying that in the years 1968 and 1969, three people were F5'd in the Bay Area, and it was Brock Lesnar who did it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And he sent letters to the Bay Area press with little pictures. And if they had solved it, they would know all the other victims of Brock Lesnar. All right, all right. I just thought when you say that Brock Lesnar's a killer, you just kind of mean it like wrestling fluff. Like, you know, like, uh, I mean I'm a shark. Or, no, uh, he's a predator. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's a predator. So he F5. But I can't believe the cops didn't know F5s. Like, the guy who F5s is Brock Lesnar. Well, I mean, when you see them on the ground, they're just laying on the ground. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Look, there's something you got to know about Brock Lesnar. He's a psychopath. Yeah, right. He's, I mean, yeah, he's a good in wrestler. In 1979, Brock Lesnar was commanded by the 
by a demon manifested in the form of a dog named Sam, and he sent eight victims to Supak City. Well, no, well, now that's that's, Wait, that's the story of, of the son of Sam. Yeah, yeah everybody son, knows oh, that. Oh, that's the son of Sam. That's the son of Sam. You're that's just the mentioning son of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, and now the other one. Yes, actually, I'm realizing that's the Zodiac, Zodiac killer. killer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a, no, you say Brock Lesnar was the Zodiac killer, and there was F5s involved. I'm there? just saying Brock Lesnar used to live near uh, the Green River in Chicago uh, around the late 60s and he was F5-ing people. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. That's And Seth Rollins might uh. be a main event material. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's what we want to kind of get into. Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So, he won the Royal Rumble. But in 1996... <laughs> Brock Lesnar murdered John Benet Ramsey okay, in a family's home in Boulder, Colorado. Okay, well now we're just going into actual murders <laughs> yeah. and then pretending it was just Brock. You say Brock. Hold up, getting a text from Brock. He's done his vegan loaf. I gotta get out of here. Okay. Well, that didn't That's even have a resolution. Well, Brock Lesnar killed. You're saying Brock Lesnar killed he John Benet Ramsey? He framed her mom and dad and her brother, and he made her eat pineapple because he's sadistic, <laughs> and that's what he's gonna do to Seth Rollins. Okay. It's, uh, okay. Right. But it seems like every time he gets to the ring, he just kind of gives it a five and he wrestles them, he pins them, and he walks out. It doesn't really seem like a psycho killer. He's a murderer. Yeah, okay. Has he ever spent any time in Mantua County? Well, no further questions. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you also call him, I just, one more question. One yeah. more. You also call Brock Lesnar a beast. Yes. That's hyperbole, right? He's not an actual beast, yes. right? Yes. He's a beast. And he was just portrayed by James McAvoy <laughs> in the movie Glass. Okay. I am Night Shamalian. Okay. All right. You know what, Paul? You got to go. I do have to go. You got to go. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Why wow. is my seat wet? Oh, you have <laughs> yeah, no idea, yeah. man. Paul Heyman came through. He's starting to tell us that Brock Lesnar was the Zodiac killer. Oh, he's a killer, right? He's like a cure. He's a he's a no, cur- no. He's thinking. I I think he thinks that Brock's an actual serial killer. Oh, whoa. I mean, makes sense. He's 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 huge and that's violent. why he, yeah. That's why Heyman can sell so much because he thinks it's real. Anyway, um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got nothing to really say about this Seth Brock Lesnar match. I I'm wish excited. I was more excited. For I'm excited it. for it. Uh, I love Seth Rollins a lot. Uh, I like Brock, Brock Lesnar. You know, I like that match a lot. Uh, as we get closer, it should be pretty cool. But um, nothing to say yet. Right. We're p- pretty far out. You know. Um. Um. Yeah. So last thing I'll say is that uh, Kofi Kingston is now in the elimination chamber. Yeah. So Kofi had this gauntlet match on SmackDown this week where uh, he fucking tore the house down. Yeah. He went like well, uh, he, he got pinned by AJ right yeah. eventually. Which I loved AJ. Really tapped out AJ. I love AJ first coming in and being like, "Hey man, like you don't have to do this." Right. And Kofi getting all prideful and be like, "No, fuck you. We're gonna fight and hitting him." I mean, that is right. like tremendously nuanced, great wrestling. Right. Why not make? I just don't understand with the new day. It's like why not? push these guys as like winners yeah like why you know what i'm saying I just, yeah. that's the thing i don't get it's like why isn't biggie like a, you know going on some kind of i mean at least a un like a u.s, US title push or yeah, like sure or like i don't I, I don't know right i mean why not just main event these guys are so good why not push them or yeah. at least yeah. try it in the off time that's the thing i don't really get right? right they're brand ambassadors for the company they mean so much to them yeah they 
they clearly don't want to turn Big E heel, which, by the way, any podcast about wrestling is always talking about the Big E heel turn. Right. But I don't even know if that needs to happen. I think you're absolutely right. I think they can just have their own single stories and just back each other up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could just be a little bit more of a stable. I know that people, uh, uh, the argument I've heard against it is that when one of them starts being the draw, then the money starts getting weird where it's like he's the that he's the champion guy, and then they start wanting to make shirts for the champion, and then it's like the New Day is like kind of compromised in that way and it's just like uh right. in terms of people who are in no wrestling business have said like it's a tale as old as time it's a recipe for disaster yeah but at this point it's like new day must be selling so much merch where WWE's just like we're not fucking with them at all you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. uh right that's yeah. the only explanation is that they're just so over that they're like well we're not, because uh, you know Plus, I mean, Xavier Woods does a lot of stuff outside of WWE right. that, that is like brings eyes to the product. Yeah, they're very versatile. Yeah. Right. And then it's just like saying one of them is more important than the other one. They're they're clearly really worried about it. But it's but at the same time, it's just also they're at, so good that I forget about them, right? Also at the same time, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like if there's anyone that could make it work. It's them. They're very innovative right. in, in what they do outside of the ring and and, and they've managed to be on on top tag team trio for six years, Seems five like years. Forever. I mean, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. So wouldn't it, if you saw the New Day walking around with the heavyweight title, like, wouldn't that be pretty fun? Yeah, That'd be it awesome. would make them matter so much more. Uh, I just, I'm not really sure why they don't, you know, I, I guess I know the reason they don't do it, but um, Mustafa Ali out of the chamber, always such a bummer when like someone who gets their big opportunity there, yeah. but he wasn't going to win that anyway, but they threw Kofi in and Kofi got over in such a big way where you're like, it's just this reminder of like the new day rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see what? He's like 46, really? 47, Kofi. He's, wow. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. You think it's a work see. with Mustafa Ali and he'll be back uh, and challenge DB? Uh, I don't think it's a work. I don't think they've really... uh, Well, not that it's a work, but they're going to use it to their advantage and actually have Mustafa come out. Right. Fast lane, maybe. I guess they don't really... tough to tell. What, what do oh, you see for yeah. Daniel Bryan? I don't think they got... 37, not 47. I don't think they have any plans for Mustafa Ali. No, I know. But what do you think of their, their plan is for, for Daniel Bryan, if not John yeah, Cena? Yeah, well, what, what... I mean, that's a great way... That's a great last thing to talk about here is just like, what do you do? What do you... Well, actually, I have one more thing I want to talk about, but but what what do you do? What do you, what do you, what is the Daniel Bryan match that's not John Cena? I, I, just, I just don't even know. Batista... Um, Batista, yeah, I mean, like, Batista, fine. Batista is, uh, you know, you're right. Batista is a match for Daniel Bryan. It's not a match I'm particularly excited to see, but again, the Daniel Bryan gimmick is so big. It is so specific. You really want to play into it. It's tough to give Daniel Bryan a match that's like, here's Daniel Bryan versus some opponent who's due. Uh, And it's, unless they do, they don't have any way to bring someone from Raw over that makes any sense. I guess they could do whatever the fuck they want. Right. But what are, like, what... <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, on paper, right, like, <clears throat> Kofi... Like, like Finn? Yeah, but, but like, with... I know Kofi's not going to win it, but, like, uh, he... Like, the New Day is the antithesis of of Daniel Bryan's whole game, where it's, like, they're... They make a fucking sugary cereal. They make... Right. They have all this merch. They're, like, consumerism to the max. Right. And so, ideologically, and I think, therefore... Like it would be the most interesting matchup, but it's not going to be Kofi right. Kingston. Why do you say that though? Because you know what? Like, I, I agree with you that it's unlikely, but 
Kofi didn't go over. Right, that's true. This, you know, it's always interesting who, right. who goes uh, on the go-home show. Right. He had an amazing showing, left everyone wanting more. Right. Even has us talking like, why don't they ever do it? Yeah. Is the seed being planted? Are they a step ahead of I us? I would love We're it. like, holy yeah. shit, you know what? They actually just straight up had Kofi Kingston. And, uh, I think we see Luke Harper mm. pop out, and then we see like the full-on, you know, I think that we see Luke Harper help Daniel Bryan win, and then we start just expanding the Daniel Bryan verse. Right. So I don't think Kofi's going to win at the Elimination Chamber. But Let me rephrase that. I, but I mean, I'd that, be excited for that match. That yeah, that, that that's actually where they end up going because Daniel Bryan will retain because he needs right. to be the champion right. going into Mania. So, but you need someone to chase it. And yeah. what if Fastlane or whatever it is, it becomes this Kofi Kingston push? Because I don't think it's going to be Joe. He's a heel. I don't think it's going to be Randy Orton. He's a heel, right. kind of. Um, Jeff Hardy, no. Right. AJ Styles done it a million times. Right. I really don't see anyone else on SmackDown. Uh, Shinsuke and Rusev are heels, and they're 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 in the, the mid card ta- tag match, tag match yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, I guess I say I don't think it's going to happen rock, because they uh, they traditionally they just don't like. There always seems to be like a very compelling, obvious story on the table, and they right. just sort of don't do it. Sure. And, yeah. and and they probably won't do it, yeah. but I'm just I don't honestly have a better yeah. no. I mean Mustafa no, uh, Ali, John Cena, Dave Dave Batista, and Kofi Kingston are my only yeah like ideas right or Kenny. Under- Undertaker. <laughs> Is there a possibility Why? Kenny Omega? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying what what I mean Kenny Omega. I mean, imagine that. In four years, awesome. we'll see. No, what I'm saying what. It's, yeah, it's you're bad. right. Kofi Kingston is a, it's a wild place we're in, but it is a viable option. Yeah. Is that the new day? Uh, uh, you try to get Kofi was over. If they were, if maybe this week that was kind of their thing, they're like, hey, let's try to get. We saw what happened. Let's test it in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Let's go in the chamber. Let's have the last two left be Kofi and Daniel Bryan, and let's see how hot everyone is for it, yeah. right? And then, worst-case scenario, we find a way to move Braun Strowman over to SmackDown. Right, right, right. Down, and then, uh, we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even know who else on Raw. Like, you're like, how could we get... Because Finn is not... That's not a good idea. Right. And he's going to ha- hover around the IC belt for a second. He, he'll probably win it. Um, I don't even see anyone else on Raw. Like, I don't see anyone on the roster that makes sense for Daniel Bryan. Think about it. Yeah. I mean, Braun Strowman is the only person I could think of who... But that's really, not would you have a monster challenge, a heel, you know, it is reverse David Goliath match? It's not a story per se, but it is like a guy who's on the level of he could wrestle at main event. Like Finn Balor, I don't know what that story is, but you could have Finn. These are guys who they could work into the angle. What about bringing up somebody like like an Aleister Black debut? No, they're not doing. <laughs> they're that. always pushing the yeah, Aleister Black. You're, you're always pushing the NXT I gotta get it in guys, there. but they're not. They're not. They're not going to do that. Aleister Black. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it is. We're going to see. I feel like it's just going to be John Cena. That's just the That'd obvious. That'd be fine. At this point, I'm obvious. fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs more star power anyway on the card. I'm I'm fine with Maybe that. Maybe Kevin Owens, right? He kind of came out and said, oh, like, I don't know. What yeah. was that he, about? So Kevin Owens, he was so he's clearly funny. coming back as a face. Obviously, the most self-deprecating <laughs> selfie video promo of all time. I love that, how it was yeah. like the opposite of like the Mr. Perfect, like nailing all the shots. <laughs> like perfect. he missed the fucking... <laughs> Gutterball. <laughs> yeah, you think Kevin Owens comes back and... Uh, Dan- but Daniel Bryan's Kevin Owens. 
Uh, I don't. See, I just. I don't see that either as being like WrestleMania. Like, wow, I, yeah. I mean, they're both like ex champions. They could do it. I think we just got to wait and see. There's probably nothing else to really. Uh, uh, sure, uh, but I'm glad uh, we slid that little Kevin Owens promo in here because I think that that was worth actually talking yeah. about. Like, it yeah. felt like one take. He was literally bowling with his kid. His kid is in the background. Yeah. Owen, and it was the most white meat shit ever. Where he's yeah. like, he's like, what have I been doing? Just hanging out with my family. Yeah, <laughs> well, at a bowling alley. Yeah, he's like, at like fucking Levittown Lanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, uh, it, it, it was a good time. Anyway, I think we covered it all yeah. this week. I, I mean, we have this merch guide that I'd like to get to, but I feel like we're it's okay. We'll give the, this. The, the merch guide deserves better timing and then to be tacked onto the end of uh, this podcast. But I will say. Um, Tulo took the stuff we said, this all the stuff we've talked about merch on here, and made uh, put it all kind of into a simple graph graph form, the cow merch purchasing guideline. And I have some corrections for it, but I would like to go through it on the podcast. Maybe we'll do it next week. Great. Sick. Yeah. All yeah. right. So everybody, reminder. Uh, 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 we have a bonus episode right now. If this episode's ending and you're like, I want more. Only cost you a couple bucks, and and you're supporting this show and unlocking all kinds of goals and and uh, rewards on the Patreon. Go to Patreon.com/slash Comedians of Wrestling. We're only like four patrons away from the next free giveaway to all patrons. Wow. Uh, 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 we have a uh, hundred and like forty six. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, and then also once we hit hundred seventy five patrons, I'm going to track down the guy who I stunnered. I vowed that once we hit one seventy five, I'm going to track down the guy we stunnered yeah okay and then uh uh, uh and, and we're gonna get him on the podcast i'm gonna uh, uh, talk to this guy who i stunnered in my stand-up special adult wrestling fan all pro wrestling material check it out at adult wrestling fan.com you can check that out but i'm gonna get that guy down and at 200 we're gonna reveal a bunch of other stuff the uh there's tons of stuff so just uh if you're thinking if you're on the border of being a patron do it it helps support the show and it unlocks more content content makes us work harder makes us work smarter uh and also our bonus episode right now we have our first ever patreon bonus summit episode we're taking a bunch of your cash-ins and adjusting the cal professional wrestling google doc as you guys see fit you can listen to that right now to me and me nancy newman and Skyler Pitch, Mr. Perfect Aston, will be joining us for this Summit episode. Remember, Calmania is happening. WrestleMania weekend in New York City, April 6th, 4 p.m., right before Ring of Honor at the Improv Asylum, a.k.a. the old UCB, the OG UCB Chelsea space, uh, where I've challenged ex-sponsor of the show, Adam Letterman, thief, assaulter, uh, of the a stealer of the cow title, I challenge him to a match. We haven't heard from him. Will this fucking idiot answer this call? Uh, you know, I, I I fucking hope so. Uh, but my my dad does not hope so. So anyway, uh, I'll, I'll ticket link for that will be going up soon. And you can get our t shirts prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. Pick up the cow title shirt now so you can rock it to Calmania. Calmania tickets will not be expensive. And we have a full bar. Uh, it's going to be a great way, a great, awesome special guest, a great, great, great way to fucking hang out right before we go to the ROH show. Uh, and I'll be uh, hopefully going going uh, with this fucking title, but who who knows? Uh, whatever. Anyway, Skyler, thanks for being here. Of course. And everybody, keep watching wrestling. Cheers up. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen all 
been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. <laughs>